0: So I just got a job. How does that make you feel? Happy. I got me a jizzab. A jizzab. A jizzab. So I got a job, y'all. In a nutshell, man. It's been a crazy, 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 crazy year. 100%. Think that I was gonna go back into the to the corporate world, to be honest with you. Um, but duty calls, you know what I mean. Um, <clears throat> long story short, try to make it even shorter. Um, in 2019, I decided to um, quit my job and become a full-time caterer slash um, product. My wife, we're 50-50 partners, um, Just that's how I do it, split it down the middle, but my number one goal was to remove the shackles, <clears throat> remove the shackles from myself and uh, take my destiny into my own hands, um, and leaving my job was the greatest feeling in the world. I'll never forget the moment where I just said, hey, I got something good going here. I'm going to go towards it. And the understanding that if it works, it works. If it doesn't, I had 10 years uh, experience in the corporate world. And I also had a college degree. Let me say that again. I had 10 years experience in the corporate world. And I also had a college degree, a business degree. So I knew that if anything was to go wrong with regard to me being an entrepreneur, I might be okay. But I just knew that I wasn't going back. I just knew that I was not going back. I knew for a fact that I was going to uh, to make this work. Um, and I grinded, I really did. And let me break down the companies that I have because I don't want you all to get mis- misunderstand what I'm saying. I am not saying that I no longer am an entrepreneur. I'm saying now my focus is more so being an owner, an investor the business, building the business, and then turning it over to employees to carry out that vision and do things better and more efficient than my, I may have done it. And my job is to feed my family while I'm building this. So basically, quit my job, 2019. Listen to these dates. in the 2019 plug. Next thing you know, we get to 2020 and I'm green and I had a plan and my plan was to um, to work for a grocery delivery service um, but the first problem that we ran into was in the time that I was supposed to be you know working for this grocery delivery service the peak times where they get the most business uh, my daughter would be out of school so basically peak times for this grocery business was 2pm to 6pm that's when you could get all your work done and because I stopped working my daughter had to go to school on a shortened day getting out at 3 o'clock so now I have around 10pm to 2pm to do groceries during this time everybody's at work so nobody's really ordering groceries because nobody can, it can't be delivered to them unless you're a housewife and usually, or house husband. And usually those people go to the grocery store. It's just, it is what it is. That's, that's a saved expense. But I, I was going to make it my goal to maximize and then maybe get some weekend work and things like that to help assist with my costs. I was also going to, a big part of my, my not revenue, but my payroll to myself was going to be me working in my catering business because catering um, garners a lot more um, revenue per capita, per person, per plate than, let's say, a cookie. You gotta make a lot of cookies and sell a lot of cookies in order to be able to um, pay yourself. Um, but catering, you could take two thousand, three thousand, five thousand dollar job, eight thousand dollar job, ten thousand dollar job, and pull twenty five percent off that. So if I had a ten thousand dollar job, I can pull twenty five hundred out of that. Five. You got ten thousand dollars in jobs per month. I can get twenty five hundred per month, and so on and so forth. So it, it, it was a pretty good business model, and um, I didn't just jump into it like I'd never been catering. I've been catering since two thousand and what was it, um, fifteen? I've been catering since two thousand and fifteen. So that was, what, five years or four years? And one of the issues that I ran into in catering was I just didn't, I didn't have the time. You know, when, when you have to do pricings for people in the evenings and you, you still got to cook the dinner. See, I'm just going to tell you how our house is structured. You know, we are, I guess what you could call a modern family. I cook. I don't really clean, but I cook. My wife cleans. We both go to work. Um, she has a very um, grueling job. Um, she's in accounting, I'm in an accounting. And I have a job that, at the time, I had a job that was grueling as well. And then I like cooking. And so this business was sprung up on me by family request first and then it became something so i decided to chase this passion you know this this is this is the era of chasing your passion which i guess that that era is never going to go anywhere um, but regardless this is the era of chasing your passion so i decided to chase my passion in moonlight and do this as i kept my day job so i would get inquiries and it would be like for stuff like, first it was a weekend, then it became stuff like, um, so I would do pricing and all that good stuff, right? Take time, look at how my costs, what I could make, um, um, and how much that stuff would cost, and then send the price in a nice little package. They determine what they didn't want that was on my menu closer to the price so it would be a little bit of back and forth then after that I would shoot them an invoice we get the front end then we get to the day of the day before day two days before the event I would have to go buy all the groceries um, because I'm trying to get all the money all every dollar because you know this business you're not making a whole lot anyway so you, any dollar you can get you can get so you try to get but anyway so I um, went ahead and followed this, right? So it was, go get the groceries. Then after you get the groceries, you know, you you gotta make a plan, you gotta cook, do everything you need to do, have it ready. Um, And then on the day of, do the cooking of the food that you can't really warm up. Get that done then, after that, you go ahead and service the event. Um, Sometimes it's delivery, sometimes it's full service. Um, So my wife and I, we had to take our little baby, she was a little baby at the time, take our little baby somewhere, both service the event, get home, unpack all the stuff, this, that, the other, this card, all that type stuff. And then, essentially, have a day, that would be a church day. On top of that, I was in the, 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 I don't know if it's a food ministry or what, but our church has breakfast on Sunday mornings. So they started asking me to do that. I would do that on Sunday morning. So usually my events is on Saturday night. I would do that on Sunday morning or when I was um, in, uh, in various positions within my church. I'm um, just having to be there, having to be on site Sunday. So you do Sunday, you get home at like two something got to spend a little family time, so it's two-something family time, then you got to get ready for the week, and it was just, you know, and I I was fine with that, but then you start getting inquiries for stuff during the week, on Friday, Thursday, Tuesday, delivery only, and you're trying to fulfill it, now now your wife that has a grueling job is trying to uh, fulfill these orders and whatnot, and you're trying to fulfill these orders, now you're, you're doing pricings in the middle of the week at work and you know this that and the other and i just felt like i was really overextending myself and i wasn't going to be to my full potential because i had to turn down a lot of stuff that just it just it just wasn't feasible to be able to fulfill on top of that i, I felt like my focus was pulled away from my work because during the week i'm thinking about pricing sheets and you got to understand when you do a pricing for somebody or if you do a tasting for somebody you, you put in all of this work well tastings first off are a high cost because you're not buying stuff in bulk but we'll get back to that pricings and stuff you, you put in all this work and you might not even get you might not even book the gig so that's one level of time um, and then on top of that you're trying to excel at your job so you, you're trying to really do it the easy way not just get your work done and have longevity and work smarter, not harder. You just trying, to, you know, at the time I was trying to first get my CPA and CMA and my, my focus just wasn't there. You know what I'm saying? To, to be honest with you. Um just I was trying to get these certifications and my focus wasn't there. Because I was focused on a lot of ways to really, you know, when you're getting towards your 30s, you start saying, what can I do to build my legacy, you know, financially. So, yeah, I, I was just I was spread really thin, and then, you know, dealt with a little bit of health trouble, a little health scare, um, and then, on top of that, just, uh, my wife dealt with um, the, one of the layoff issues that happened um, in the world, um, where a lot of people got laid off in a lot of different places, um, won't have to go in too deep into it, I'll let her tell her story one day. But, yeah, she dealt with layoff. So we're trying to make that work and this work. And then I just mentally, I, I came to the point of saying, man, I feel. And then all this stuff started coming out. Like my first issue was Dame Dash. My first episode was Dame Dash was right and wrong. So I start hearing all this stuff about be on boss, you know, asking a man to take off is like, you, you know, Calling the man, daddy, and you know what I'm saying, like all this type of stuff that Dame Dash was putting out there that I was disputing, but in my mind I was really feeling it, I was really digging it. and Then watching Steve Harvey saying you just gotta jump, and then you go to church and your preacher talking about you know what you're destined to do, you really gotta really gotta analyze where you're supposed to go, and then move toward that with faith, you know, and you you're hearing all of this stuff. Yeah, I, and I was like, man, I got this good thing going on. People really think I'm really good at cooking. And let me go ahead and just uh see what I can do. So I started trying to build out a schedule and see, you know, what I could do. How can I supplement this, that, the other? Um, it didn't make sense initially. Um, so then I said, okay, let me see if I can get a product. So... Then created these cookies. My wife and I we came up with the idea, these, the idea of these cookies, and I mapped it out, you know. Um, and then I did my first market. Like, I, I was never the candy salesman, I was never the, cause, you know, you, you play sports, and you, you're selling the chocolate, or, or you selling popcorn, or, you, you know, you're doing something with the church, you're selling candles, there's always something to sell. And my parents just end up buying most of it or they used to end up selling most of it at their job. Which is cool. But most of the time you hear about these entrepreneurs and they're always talking about sales. Not necessarily ingenuity or creation, but sales. And how they used to sell candy at school. And that was never me. So for me doing this event, I was like, I was on one. You know what I'm saying? I was I was super excited. I was hyped about it and i was just like man let's let's see what we can do so i mapped out this schedule to make the make all these flavors of cookies i got the recipes just right you know beforehand and then when we got to the event it was like a rush i mean it was a lot of work it was a lot of work um but you go in there you got your cookies all bagged get your first sale within 10 minutes second sale and it's a little low and then you can sell and sell and it's consistently sell, 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 sell. I didn't even sell all the cookies I had, but I sold a good amount of them. And I made some money. And I, I said, this might be it. And then I started mapping out another plan. Okay, I can I can have my cookie business because it's not really it can't really, it's not really making no money because of the volume that we're working with now. I can try to get the cost down. Figure out my actual cost, my direct cost, and I'm a, I'm an accountant by trade, so all this was cool to me, right? Direct costs, indirect costs, all these things, and just really um, put together a good a good plan to leave my job. So that's when the the grocery store thing started happening. Um, me trying to um, apply for that and, and, and see if I can actually do the grocery delivery. So I had that plan, I knew how it was gonna work for me, and then I had the catering, and I knew how that was gonna work for me just based on inquiries alone on certain dates. It's like, okay, you can probably double or triple the amount of work you do initially, build a name, um, and then you, know, you just go up from there. But until then, you do the grocery delivery. That'll be like your job, but it's flexible, right? And then you sell your cookies at these events. So, you know what I'm saying? It's like a three-headed monster. I say all that to say, I had this plan for all of this, and then uh, my wife wasn't feeling it, and she started cutting down that budget, right? Um, which, I mean, understandably so, I I still feel uh, an emotion towards it, to be honest, but at the same time, I can understand her approach, but it was like, okay, when I first brought it to her, she was like, no, then she was like, well, wait, wait till next year. Wait, 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 You know what I mean? And I'm like, my mindset was, I have this great idea. And then you start hearing about these companies that have similar ideas, but they don't have, they don't have the product, but they're on the cusp, but they, they're not as far ahead um, of the game as you are. Um, so you like, man, if I can get out there and really push my line, I can be like a leader. So my, our name can ring out there first and then we're going to go to the top um so I, I really wanted to go ahead and get my feet in the fire and, and I really wanted to go ahead and do that with catering too because I didn't I didn't want it to fizzle out because it was starting to die out just because I couldn't take events so you know every year somebody quits their job and becomes a caterer or some type of food person it's just, it, it is what it is you know you got to eat so most people can can do that service and it's not a high cost. You know, you got to buy pans and then you just cook the food, You get orders and cook the food. So, you know, I'm like, well, let me let me get out there and really stand out as, as a person has quality service and this and that, you know what I'm saying? And not be stymied by timelines or whatever. Um, so so all these things and then also dealing with being a parent and picking your child up late in the evening. Them not being able to spend much time with you. All this stuff is playing in my head. Uh, my wife is like, the next time something happens with my wife's job, I want to make more money. Because, you know, you, you don't like a little tract. When you're working for somebody, you on a tract. You only get as much as they think you should have, all Right? It's just, that's life. That's, that's a part of it. Just for the simple fact that they're trying to make money for their business, you know? So, it, it wouldn't be financially smart to just give you whatever you think you deserve, because a lot of different people think they deserve a lot of different things, um, so I was just like, I'm going to make my own way, um, and, you know, she she kind of cut into the budget and the time, and she's like, okay, well, you know, you're going to have to have your daughter all day, and I'm like, that's not going to work, so she was like, okay, well, she's going to have to go on the shortened day, and, you know, This is my dream. I'm gonna have to make some sacrifices. So I went ahead and made the sacrifice. And then, uh, so now you know, getting there through. Although you know, I know what the peak times were. I knew it, but it's like I'm gonna make it work. I'll just I'll just take on some of those night shifts that nobody wants, um, and get it in like that, and then try to make up for the weekends. So all this is I'm trying to adapt to all of this and make it happen then, um, just like, well, how can I make this sweet for her, and this is, this is what I messed up, you know what I'm saying, I'll say that now, because hindsight's 20-20, everything's ha-ha-ha-ha-he-he-cool, but it wasn't at the time, but I told her that, you know, the benefit for her, of me not working is that I could the house would always be clean, everything always be taken care of. This, that, the other, you know, I would take care of the evening stuff with, with our daughter as far as like teaching her and this and that. The other, I mean, I was gonna be super dad, right? I I was, I was, I was gonna be super dad. That that was my mindset. I was gonna be super dad, man. I was, I was really, I was really gonna be super. I was really gonna be super dad. You know, it's just the, it's the crazy stuff like that that I'm thinking about. Like, I. I thought I was going to be super dad. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. Um, so I, uh, you know, I, I gave her that speech and she's like, okay, we're going to see. You, you know how wives are. We're going to see my brother. I got a black wife. You know what I'm saying? So she's like, okay, we're going to see my brother. So all that was put into this. And then I, I get out of, uh, I put, put in my notice. I'm in good graces with the company. I stay until the end of october and then november 2019 we start so that's what happens and the first month was kind of strange you know you, you, you're trying to build your social media now now you really like out there on social media and you try trying to make it known that this is what you do this is who you are these are your brands and you're just really trying to kick it trying to find a little apps to do this, that, the other, you revamping your website, you, you, you know, you getting your other businesses, business in order with regard to, um, incorporation and, and learning about business, going to these little, um, small business classes and this and that, um, talking to a, a business coach and just, I, I was doing everything, um, no revenue, but you build it towards something, right? And you get through, and then, you know, you find a close commercial kitchen because the commercial kitchen, they, work out of was way inside. We live in we live in the Houston area. We live in a suburb, but it was way inside Houston. So then, it's the catering kitchen. It just happened to open up its doors um, to the people, and it was close to my home. So it's like okay, now I get that. Then it's like you know you start building a community with the catering folk and they like you need to do this, you need to do this, you need to get in those contests build your name in this way that way so now you're starting to put it together so you're starting to um, do these markets and build your name in these markets with the cookies and then on the other side you're gonna start doing contests and this and that well everything is starting to build this is january you hit february and now you know people are because of the buzz people are hitting me up but You you gotta understand one thing about the quote unquote market game. One thing, one tip that I can give some entrepreneurs, um, especially people who sell stuff at like markets, non-perishables are for markets. T-shirts, jewelry, trinkets, stuff that you can literally put in the back of your car and sit there until the next time. I had perishable items. I had food. I had cookies. Um, so, if I don't make my money in this event, you know, my money is pretty much going down the drain. Or, you, the stuff, I'm going to preserve it, like freeze it or whatever, and it's not going to be as good. I had to learn that whole game, too. But anyway, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's a part of the trial and error, trying to make sure that, that, you, that you've that covered all your bases. Um, but anyway, the market game is so crazy because... The people who put on these events, they get vendors, and you got to pay a vendor fee. Understandably, this is their situation. They bring you to their situation that they supposed to be marketing and this and that and getting it right. It could be a comedy show or whatever, and then you're going to be there, and you're going to make your money, and everybody's good. So you pay your vendor fee, and then they do enough publicity to have you know, enough energy towards your product for people purchase it. Well, I will say this We got to a point where we, we were getting a lot of those requests And we were just paying out that money And then not, not getting our money back Or barely getting back to break even And it's just like, this don't make no sense Why we keep doing these, these events, you know um, And then we got hit with a big festival And my wife, she always sees this stuff and She's like Oh man, they got this festival, this and that. See if you can, you know, um, be a vendor. So I signed up to be a vendor. Festival didn't hit me back for a while. Then like a week, and I'm. This is a festival. They're supposed to bring ten thousand people, right? This is how green I am. And this is like, you know, two hundred dollars to to be a vendor, with a lot of other stuff that you're gonna have to purchase in order to. Be a part of this situation. Like a tent. You gotta have a tarp. You gotta have a water station. All these things that you have to do in order to be, you know, you gotta get a permit with the city. You gotta do all this work. A week before the event, I'm the only baker in in, in, in my troop, right? Because these are these are real recipes that nobody has. A week before the event, they hit me up. It was like, hey man, yeah man, you still want to be part of the event? I'm like, yeah. Like, this is my big shot. 10,000 people. And then he asked me, you know, if I can do the volume. The plan was to make 2,500 bags, I believe. Or 2,500 cookies whatever. It, it was a lot of cookies to be made. Um, just one of me. Um, had to print the labels, get all the supplies, this and that, the other. Spend days doing that. And then, bake overnight, overnight, overnight. overnight and then try to preserve these things um which i wasn't even sure i could do so you know i didn't care though cuz this is my dream this is my goal right so i'm literally trying to do this in the event i'm just going to tell you the date march 14 2020 that was the date of the event I, I got a call that friday before so what march 6th I was driving up the street. I don't know if I was going to pick up my daughter or if I was going to drop her off. I think I was picking her up because I was on the phone by myself. So in the evening, that like maybe even March 5th, like Thursday evening. So, you know, you you got a short window to create a plan to do this. So I'm buying crates and this and that so I can transport all these cookies and this, that, the other, figuring out my plan. Monday rolls around, Tuesday rolls around printing my labels buying labels all this type stuff just just you know that's tuesday now i have to you know make the dough for the cookies and get that ready um get all this dough and the process that i was using at the time was very very tedious i got a lot quicker process now but it still can be tedious you know what i'm saying so um, but at the time it, it took a lot of time so doing that so doing a certain part during the day and doing a certain part during the night and then trying to maintain, you know, picking up your daughter, doing this, to have quality time with her, taking her walk and this, that, the other, and then just getting everything ready. Um, what day was that? and I wiped out the schedule for this. Um, before that, I can also say I got that event and then I also signed up for like two cooking competitions. One was canceled just off GP. They didn't have enough um, interest in the event. In um, this year, it was an annual event, but they didn't have enough interest in And then the next one was an event that was huge. It was Black Restaurant Week. And I had been asked to do this before, just by friends, like, who suggested that I should do that. And I was like, I'm going to do the, the competition this year. So I paid my little money for that, got that set up, and that was going to happen like a couple weeks after, or it was some time after, a little bit of time um, after this festival. But anyway, during the festival week, March 14th, so anybody who, who was alive during that time, anybody that's listening as a person alive during that time knows what happened during that week. So you get to like Monday, Tuesday, start hearing little stuff um, on Sunday about the Houston Rodeo shutting down and how the mayor said, well... Most of our people are Houstonians. They're not from out of town, so we don't have to worry. We don't have to shut it down. That's Sunday where I'm hearing, like, they're not going to shut the rodeo down. They never do. All right. And, and the, the person that was doing this festival, very unprofessional, how they responded to people. But anyway, they, I just throw that in there. But they were saying, we ain't shutting down. We good. So, okay, those two things are straight. You know, I'm good because this ain't shutting down. Houston is not shutting down. That's some old other out there type stuff. This pandemic thing. It, COVID, whatever they was calling it at the time. It's not happening here. You know, they've talked about swine flu and bird flu and all these other SARS and all these different things that I've heard during my lifetime that never affected America. So, we good. We get to, it's like, man, Tuesday, I think, maybe. And Rudy Gobert. Donovan Mitchell, they say they 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 got the thing. And I'm like, God, dog, what you mean? They really got this mess. They shut down the NBA. Shut down, start shutting down game, game after game after game after game. Dude, at the festival, it's still like, man, we still going to be open. Then they shut down the rodeo, and I, that's when I started to panic. But also, I was slightly relieved because the cookie creating process wasn't going real well for me right so i do all of this and i get to this point and i'm a little behind and then i'm hearing all of this on the side so i'm slowing down just to hear what's going on and you know the i think i went to the store like maybe tuesday or wednesday to get stuff for the house and I just remember the rice aisle. Everything was gone. And when I say gone, I mean gone. Like, it was... I, I think I still got the picture. It was like bare bones in there. And people were kind of in a frenzy. And I'm, 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 I'm like kind of laughing because I'm like, these people are wilding because it's never been that many people in the store. People usually buy food from different places, but people were scared. When they shut down the rodeo and then the NBA started shutting down, people were scared. But it hadn't been like declared a pandemic and shelter in place hadn't been hit so the dude is still talking stuff about this festival like we still gonna be rocking but it's a city sanctioned event it's in the city park next day boom they send it out we regret to inform you me i'm thinking about all the money i spent on this stuff so i'm trying to backdoor it's this other group that i do festivals with that they they real good i like them i like doing business with and i'm like y'all got any spaces they like yeah we're gonna be open i'm like cool the festival shut down but then i can do this and i don't have to make as many cookies I already got some already ready to go so i post canceled this or postponed at the time this and we'll be here i don't know if it was within the day or the next day but within 24 hours it was like we canceled too so now that's canceled And then everything else is like, yeah, everything's on hold. So I'm sitting here like holding the bag and I'm like, well, let me take this stuff back. I'm glad I did because at some point you couldn't take stuff back. At one point you couldn't take stuff back if you had already purchased it. So I'm taking back all these ingredients and this, that, the other to the stores and boom, 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 boom. You know, um, and just trying to figure out like, man, what is going on with the world? Long story short. The festival that I, I would have had a sink or swim opportunity didn't get to do because of the pandemic that is still going on to this day. It shut down catering because you couldn't gather with more than 10 people in, in the space, especially indoor. So it shut down catering. The whole catering world felt that jump. You know why the catering world felt it? Or how you know the catering world felt it? Because the restaurants felt it. restaurants were shut down nothing so we try to hold it afloat so now basically my catering business is zero zero dollars no money it's not bringing in any money and my only saving grace is the cookie markets so instead of doing markets you know maybe once or twice a month so the plan I had because I didn't want to be paying all these fees, I had to, you know, go to commercial kitchen and just hustle from there. And the thing about the commercial kitchen, all those guys, all those people were struggling too. So we was all hustling together. We were setting up our little tents. The tent that I had to buy for the festival and all that type of stuff, I set that bad boy up. Was selling cookies, and people, you know, were in the the, the small. We'll we'll talk about that too. The small business thing. You know, we'll talk about that on a later episode. But people was, you know, into the supporting small business and pulling up and buying all this stuff. And at the time, I'm gonna be honest, my cookies were, were not not as great. the flavor was there, but they weren't as great. Like they, they, they didn't look as good as they could have. But people was buying and they weren't consistent. Didn't have a consistent recipe. You know what I'm saying? Cause I didn't understand cookies and baking the way I do now, right? But people was buying them because they were supporting, right? So, but, but I'm not making any money. But I, I'm, 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 I'm now I'm, I'm showing up every week to sell cookies so we can pay our bills, our business bills, not our home bills, our business bills. So I'm getting ready every single week. And then, you know, the catering starts to trickle in, you know, um, for 10, 12 people, 15 people doing this and that, right? Just a little bit, though. Still not not able to pull money because we got to pay the bills. So I'm doing stuff every single week now. So Saturday, Sunday, Saturday, Sunday, Saturday, Sunday, all throughout the summer, bringing my family up there, trying to um, give my daughter something to do because she going to be up there, start selling lemonade with her. So now I'm making lemonade and I'm making cookies and then during the week, it's just, I'm all over the place, you know what I'm saying, just trying to make it work, because now I'm spending my weeks trying to figure out what I pop online, like, oh, well, if you're on this site, you know, they'll pay you for how long you're on the site, this, that, the other, that ain't work out, then it's like, oh, shoot, well, let's do YouTube videos, so now I'm trying to do YouTube videos during the week and get it popping in that way, this, that, the other. Um, still trying to maintain my social media presence, A, B, C, D, still trying to clean the house, but also depressed, because I don't know what to do, so not really being efficient with my time, like, it's just, a, and, and, and depressed, because every moment, it's like, man, I, I got to make sure my family is good, so, you know, juicing, and, and making tea, and this and that, and the other, any little cough, trying to just hit it at the dough, um, it's just, it's crazy, it's really bonkers on the schedule that I had and didn't make one dime to put in my family's pockets. And, um, basically, we get through the year and it's like, okay, I probably should start looking for a job because, um, you know, the federal government did provide assistance, federal assistance for for business owners. Um, So I got some money from that. But, That ain't how I want to live. It's like, I didn't stop doing this to get this little check and have to act like I'm applying for jobs every week because that's the system that they had just to get this check. It was just a mess, really, man. And I was like, okay. And then my wife, we wanted a child and we're getting to the point of, you know, okay, it's, it's go time. So we got pregnant. We got pregnant. So now it's really like, all right, man, I, I probably should give me a little job. So I was, you know, first I was a little picky, like, okay, if I can just get a little temp job or a work from home, accounting type job, and this and that. But, you know, the thing about what we talk about the job market. They're going to do what they feel. And they're not just going to stop you because you got a degree and experience because everybody got that. And... Me, I was standing on my line like I'ma do this. I ain't going this far. I'ma still. I'ma work in the area. This, that, the other. Um, so you know, I wasn't getting a job. But this was like when I said that. Um, it was like okay. I start in August and I had a job by the end of August. August passed. September passed. October passed. November passed. No job. Now, November come, I'm like, I'm, I'm going to have to start applying a little more. And I got to stop being picky. I'm going to have to just full blown go get a job. And my wife, this whole time, she's pressing. It's pressure. It's real, real pressure. It's real pressure on me because I know what she's going through and dealing with um, dealing with us. You know, and having to hold down the fort so I can build something for us. And, you know, it's just like it ain't the time. You know, they dealing with the pandemic. they in the office, out the office, in the office, working alone. You know what I'm saying? And everybody kind of stressed. Their stress levels are high. Everybody depressed and sad and frustrated. Can't go nowhere. Can't do nothing. So, all that is heightened. And my daughter can't play with nobody outside um, for the most part because you just don't know what she'll bring into the house. It's just, just a mess, right? So, I'm like, man, I'm probably going to have to get a job. So, Fast forward to now, I got a job. And in the process of me going through all of that, I know exactly how we're approaching this situation now. Um, And the words you hear, you heard this, this big story. And the words that I can tell you from this story, the greatest thing that I can tell you is that when you try, you come out on the other side. I went through all that hardship, all that trouble, um, put myself in a lot of jeopardy with regard to my relationship with my family, put myself in a lot of jeopardy with regard to my mind state and my physical health, but I made it through, and I came on the other side, and I decided, forget that catering, that's cool, y'all can do that, but I don't want another job that I can just say I'm the boss of, you know what I'm saying, I want money to work for me. I want my money to be at work. So, you know, you know, you throw a little, a few dollars in the stock market here, there, make sure, you know, that's the thing. I've been contributing to 401k my, my whole career, essentially. So, you know, putting that money in the right places, make sure I'm paying attention to my investments, have a little side investments um, that's more risky, working on that. Um, I also start making from this, um, you know, because you have to do a lot of graphic design on your website and stuff. I ended up because I had a YouTube page, trying to sell merch, and because of the business, just trying to sell merch. So I started designing clothing, like designing you know stuff to go on clothing. And I got, I feel like I, I got some pretty good designs. So you know, you know I got me a little Teespring store. You want? It's a few of them actually, a few stores just to break them up because they're different themes. But um, if you Google Latimer House, L-A-T-I-M-E-R-H-A-U-S um, and then, when it pops up, go to the website. You can check out all the stores. You know, we got we got different, you know, different sayings on shirts and this and that that, that I like. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's what I'm saying about where I am now. I said, I'm going to do the stuff I like. I haven't eaten meat since 2018. You know, so, initially, my cookie company was whatever. And then, you had some vegan options, right? Just the regular cookies. Then, I'm like... Well, I ain't making, I ain't bringing no money home, so I might as well switch that up, so we became 100% vegan with that company, then the catering morphed to a vegan catering company, and then it it was determined, like, man, this is, we're using too much time trying to sell a business that, you know, people, people have options, you know, just people have options, and using your time on this, um, and instead of having the ebbs and flows, just let it go, so let go of the catering, uh, but I did realize I really like cooking and I'm really good at it because my flavors are impeccable. So what do you do when your flavors are impeccable? But you don't necessarily like standing in the kitchen cooking for people who may be a little ungrateful. Because that's what, that's what people who buy food from caterers. You have a good amount of people that's like, you want, can I get it more saucy? Can I get it? Like all type of stuff, you know, all type of weird stuff that you deal with. Um, it ain't got can a little more flavor to the chicken and all that type of stuff. Um, I said, I'm just going to create a seasoning. And then that's going to be another product. So that that had to morph because of um, the circumstance. So the circumstance really helped me. And then on the back end, I got a job. And if I could do it again, I probably wouldn't do it again. But I will say, now I can give people information, like the people who are going to be listening to this, to say this. Let's say it like this. Don't quit your job. Unless the money is rivaling. And I got this advice. But now I know it. It ain't all I read. This is what I... Don't quit your job unless the money that you're making in your entrepreneurial efforts is rivaling. It don't have to be the same. But it has to rival. And I'm talking about the money that's in your pocket. Not your business to pay bills. But the money that's in your pocket is rivaling What? you make on your day job, where it's just becoming so cumbersome and you making money from it that you like, all right, I got to make the move. Make sure that you're, you know, what you're doing, the money that's coming to your pocket is rivaling your job situation. Number two, allow all those Great benefits from having a job, like health benefits, 401k, life insurance, let all that work for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, slowly build your business. Slowly build your business. I know we all think if we don't jump on it right now, somebody's gonna take it. But guess what? If we jump out there and it ain't right, nobody's gonna buy it. So, what I would say from my experience is go ahead and uh, make sure. That uh, you know what you're doing. Get gain some expertise. Work on your craft. Get your business straight. Get your business in order, and allow the money that you are making from your job to power your dream. Because when that money get tight, you know you start compromising your approach and what you will do. I told you all these things. I was just putting money into, just pouring money into stuff that didn't, wasn't giving me anything back. But I had to, because I had to try it. I had to try something, you know. Um. So I would. That's that's a that's a key tip. Like, man, just just take your time. It ain't even about the job that you're working. It's about taking your time to know when you make that jump. You know what you're doing, because, you know. You, you may not want to stand on your feet. You, you, you may just want the, the fruits of your labor of creating something. You know what I'm saying? And you may not be the best person to carry out whatever vision you have. You know what I mean? I, got, I sell cookies. I don't want to be standing up baking cookies all the time. I, I, I create the concept. Uh, create the vision for the company. What type of ingredients it's going to have. The recipes... And then, I don't want to be standing in there making all the cookies. So, and me understanding that now, I know I can have a day job. I'm a dude. I have an online. Let me let me give you my, our breakdown now. We got online stores. So, we completely revamped our catering website as a hub for our company. The company is 57 Flavors. Go check it out. 57flavors.com. It has everything. It has the clothing. It has the seasoning and it has the cookies so go check that out all right now we revamped that so i learned how to during this time i learned how to do graphic design learn how to build websites so we revamped the website right so we got that we even got youtube videos to to further build our brand right and then we took all these things that had become a daily daily check and made it into more of a system so you send us a message on instagram now you'll get a message telling you what you need to do if you want to order cookies or if you want to um if you want to order cookies to be shipped to you or if you want to order cookies for an event contact this so now i ain't got to check instagram every day i turn the cookie page into just a page of it's just like a menu this is what we say you got the seasoning page, which is really the catering page, but you know it's it's the umbrella, and it just shows you know just cool food stuff, stuff that people will want to if you vegan, pe- stuff that people will want to look at. You know what I'm saying? So we went there with that, right? Okay, so now you got those things working. Then you got the clothing. These are things that you don't. I don't have to touch the clothing. I create the um, create the uh, designs and a facilitator go ahead and they print them and they ship them they take the money they give me my cut boom 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 i could take a higher cut but then i'll have to do more work i don't want to do that i just want to get my cut so i'm in that mode the cookies you purchase your cookies online you get them shipped to you if you live down the street you get them shipped to you pay the shipping and you get them shipped to you some, some of the greatest cookies that you'll ever eat. Period. They're 100% vegan, right? Pied Out Cookies. You know, they're on the website as well. 57flavors.com Pied Out Cookies Pied Out.com is an extension of that website. Okay? Go to 57flavors.com you'll see it all. We, we only ship on the weekend. So that provides me time to be able to be a husband be a father an employee right? same thing with the seasoning see these are the things that you may not um, these are the things you may not know or understand um, when when you first start out when you make that jump these are things that I had to come to learn, that's just how my brain works, I'm going to jump in the fire and then I'm going to step back and I'm going to analyze and I'm going to be better for it Even in school, you know, I could get a bad grade and I just retake the class in college and get a good grade. Never double bad grades because now it's like, okay, I approached that. wrong, Or I can jump in and be a star. But I'm saying if I do bad, then I know how to adapt, right? Because that's what life is about. So I'm I'm trying to really um, just break down to y'all, this is is my life. And I'm in a great place now. It's like, and you got to take care of your health. You got to do that too. So, so you, you basically build your life around the time that you have. Just like I realized I didn't have time to get up, be groggy, get dressed, get all my little gym stuff, drive to the gym, work out, walk back to my car, drive home, take a shower, do all this type stuff, take about an hour just to... And, and, fiddle time, basically. Fiddling around, trying to get to the gym and get from the gym. Um, Piddle time, I guess you could say. Um, Instead of doing that, just get a little 30-minute home workout in and be done with it. That's time that I have, right? And then, on top of that, with the cookies and stuff, like, I don't want to be sitting in no kitchen all the time. So, you know, we're going to ship on this day. If you don't like it, that's fine. You don't have to buy it I'm still making money off my job, so you know I can I can build it in that way. I can build the name, just build the name. Still go to these events once or twice a month, probably once a month, because I don't want to just be wasting money. I got um, a good person that we not partner with, but we do business with. Um, that, that they've kind of figured out their niche, and we figured out where we meet, where we fit in that niche, and we moving forward with that with regard to the cookies. Just just creating the social media awareness of our season. Letting people see the name and continue to see the name, see the name, see the name, see the name. All of that is very important in, in building something. But just know, that job will help power that. And I got a 15-year plan to say, okay, I want this, I want this, I want this. We want to pay this off. We want to pay that off. We want to do that. We want to do that. We want to put ourselves in position to be free. To be free. You see what I'm saying? To be free. And then have these things that can come in residually. I like rappers, especially Texas rappers. And a lot of them have interesting stories like Slim Thug and Zero. Like they got all this music out, right? That had independent releases, right? And people. Are so attached to their name of how they built their brand and their companies that they had these independent records that didn't sell 10 million or 15 million but they live in just like that because they get the, all the residuals and that's what I want to do um, I want to build something take my time with it um, but make sure I can get my dollars So I always say, man, I love Dame Dash. I love anybody who tells people to empower themselves. And don't just sit and think that the status quo is the only thing you can do. So I always say, I use Dame Dash just as an example. Dame Dash was right, but he was wrong. And what I really mean is all the good things that I took from Dame Dash has helped me. But there are limitations that I was not prepared for and aware of that I had personally that, that won't allow me to be Damon Dash. I'm Damon Jackson. The name is spelled the same, right? But I'm Damon Jackson. That's Damon Dash. Um so now I know myself more. And I'm trying to, you know, make it right with regard to that, man. But anyway, man, it's 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 pretty late. Um, I just I haven't tried to put my daughter to sleep, and I fell asleep, so I got a couple hours in. So I figured I would, you know, on the back end, and get my couple hours that I was gonna do, so I'm gonna get that done. But I'm gonna get up in the morning, get my workout in. I'm gonna go. Uh, my wife is done with her work, so I'm gonna go spend some time with her. But yeah, I wanted to cut this second episode because I think it's so important that regardless of what you do, don't let nobody punk you. Don't let nobody make you feel like um, you're not doing it right. You can still have a job. You can quit your job. Just accept it. And with your job, just accept that you, you're going to take a little more time with your business. You know. Um, but also, just know that you build your life around your time. You don't build your time around your life because... Your life can adjust. Time don't. Time keep going. It don't stop. But anyway, man, that's it for episode two. I got a job. Woohoo! All is well in the family. So I'm going to sign off right here. I'll see y'all next time.